Tuesday, everybody. It's the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Hope you had a fabulous Memorial Day weekend. Donna Valentine enjoying one more day off before she re-enters the pain train. Meanwhile, Elizabeth Reese, my television co-host, sitting in for Donna again. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Don McLean has pushed buttons all morning long so far on the Jason and Alexis show. And uh, she now gets to produce our show as well. And we're so happy to have her. Hi, Don. Hi, how are you guys? Oh, real good. Great. Real good. You know, summer's kind of started now. It's, you know, the little bit of a shift in the mood of like we're entering a different season, which... Even though we don't know exactly what summer is going to look like yet, and you know, kids have been doing distance learning this for many as their final week of school, it just feels like knowing that there's even an unofficial start to something new feels good. Really? We just need a little <laughs> something new. I feel like it feels like more of the same. And, well, technically, and I think, for I think a it lot does. Of parents, too, if you're home with them, you're like, this is the beginning. Now yeah. we're at the beginning. Yeah. So so we start now? I with mean, a, without any structure. Yeah, because now with, you with, enter summer, no camps. No camps. No, nothing. I mean, a lot of parents really do uh, take advantage of that idea of, you know, their kids go to like kids clubs or they have, mm-hmm. you know, I even remember when I nannied, the kids that I nannied for had like certain camps, certain weeks, you know, they'd have like an art camp or a music camp or something like that. That's all really fun. That's through the community and they get to go and do it. And so you kind of like plan around it. I think even some summer vacations are probably still really up in the air trying to figure out like, are we going to be able to go to wherever we wanted Absolutely. to go? There goes the I don't optimism know. that I, I just, tried to get her going with. Just, I, mean, I hear it's a nice way to start, but like I just feel like for most people who are home, it's feeling not that way, Steve Patterson. You might be right. I, I'm, well, here's the and thing. I I'm, like I'm, your optimism. I'm I like grasping your for straws. We need something. Even if it's just the unofficial start, it's Memorial Day, you grilled, and now it's like we're moving into quote unquote summer. I, yeah. Then, like, does that help at all from a from a mental standpoint of like, oh, the spring when COVID got us and just got us off to the suckiest start yeah. of the year of all time? Now, granted, there's not a ton to look forward to, but wait, what about we can gather with groups of up to ten? That's huh? nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's really positive. We're planning a couple things. That's good. And it feels good. I have a socially distanced evening with girlfriends planned here in the next couple of weeks where it's going to be out in my backyard Mm -hmm. six feet apart yep the only time people pop in is to go to the bathroom that's like right by the back door Mm-hmm. And you then, have to wear a hazmat suit. Yeah, you have to wear the hazmat yes. suit Standard. that you have to provide because we're yeah. not providing those for everybody. And then, um, but we can have some time. I have not had any social time with my friends in months. Yeah. Right. And I realized this weekend that it's like crushing my soul. And oh, yeah. my husband has been able to get out on the golf course because the golf courses are open with you know lots of rules and regulations and all of that. And they've yeah. and he and his buddies. And colleagues have figured that out. And so they all kind of do their thing and they've got a chair that they bring with them and they said, it. you know, it's like, um, and I've had none of it. And I realized mm. over the weekend that I'm like, I don't know. My girlfriend was texting me and she's like, maybe you just need to be like, go for a walk and read by yourself. And I'm getting alone time. I'm not getting any friend time. Yeah. When you go a stretch without any in-person community, that can be really 
It's, it's like so a, it's hard. like a slow gas. And I get to go to realize, work. Ooh. I mean, I get to actually go into work for a few couple hours a day. Yeah. But even that, as much as I adore you, I mean that you're the, you, you know, and Christian count. and Lisa are the only people I see. I see three right. people. Yeah, and just you know, when you're outside of work, and and the people that you work with can be just fabulous, fabulous. But if like think of your real a core group of friends who you can just be truly honest with, open with. They can speak into your life. You can speak into their life. Like a we're growing each other, each other sort of a friendship. For sure, that sort of community is when you lack that for a long time. That is difficult. And at work, you're right. I mean, we get what's nice is we get out of the house. Yeah. We get adult interaction. We actually get dressed, which is We good. get dressed. We mm. wear makeup. We do hairspray. Yeah. We're, we do the whole thing oh, that, that some people me. haven't I'm done. I'm out at work. I got to bring another can. I got to start bringing <laughs> hairspray. That's neither here nor there. You just borrow mine. I know. I need to stop that. Yours is too expensive. I ha- I can't spray as liberally as I want to. I, want, I have never once judged that about you. I, but I have because I know this is a this costs sixteen to twenty five dollars a bottle. I need the tall bottle of Suave Max Hold that I can just spray until my finger gets sore, like a graffiti artist. At any rate, yes, you're right. Even the people that you get to hang out with at work, it's just, you know, you you don't sort of sink into the conversation the same way because you are still at work. So, yes, I think a lot of people are sensing just like a lack of community. I was reading more headlines. And you can see, you know, when you read the headlines over the weekend, it, it's such a... It's such a journey because you go from feeling like, okay, to bad, to, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You know, when you saw, like, when I saw the party pictures at Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri, Dawn, Dawn, what happened there? Just a straight up massive party with everybody in the water and Mm -hmm. everybody just bombed. (laughs) So I'm, I get concerned about two things, coronavirus and water safety and, um, and just like whooping it up like there's nothing bad in the world going on. Just yeah. loving, like, you know, the parties that you see like at Big Island and Lake Minnetonka, but you're not seeing those right now. Yeah. You see it at Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. What an interesting place. Oh, That's a geez. study, Don. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I also was reading headlines from people who were saying, I've, I've been all, all on board with this social distancing until now. Like now I'm starting to break. Yeah. And I, th- I think a lot of people were there. I think so, too. Yep. I think so and, too, and the, and, and then it, the dew points are really easy. high. <laughs> dew points are high. Dew points are so high. I can't Whoa. believe we even started talk, by talking about that. This is the highest dew point we've seen all season. And as you always say, Steve, dew points matter. Dew points matter. If you look out and you're like, "Is it sunny today? Is it cloudy today?" You're looking at the wrong thing. You need to only concentrate on the dew point in summer, particularly. And the dew points were high, and I was out, and I thought, "Whoa, what a difference a dew point makes." When you're wearing a mask in public, oh my gosh, you will put, be put to the test. And you know, I actually, not to be overly dramatic here, <laughs> but I was out in the standard. It's just, it's always somewhere between forty and sixty percent that have masks on in public. Um, I will say that with really? the heat that we are I think it's experiencing, where I live. yeah, we've we've noticed it go up and then like down a little bit. Huh. Um, but I think that you're going to see some people in the summer that will run into some heat exhaustion things. You'll have to learn how to be very careful in masks if you're outside for any prolonged period of time, particularly the at-risk community who is elderly. If you're out and about during a hot day, take Saturday, which was what, 75 degrees, but high humidity. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was even a little cooler than that high humidity. 
I will tell you as a 36-year-old man whose body is slowly chiseling, and you ladies see it and respect okay, it. Yeah, okay. I was like, whoa, man, I am out of breath here. And this this, this feels, it was the first time I really had like a little mask claustrophobia where I was like, frick, it's hot, and man. I need like a breath out, of cool air. You were wearing it outside? Yes. Or out like and about? Out, out in a store and outside. Okay. And it was very, I'm telling you, if you haven't worn a mask out in the humidity yet I for at least 20 agree. minutes, it will, it might change your conviction. It was a different. Bit. I, for the first time, thought, I don't like this. For I the didn't first time, time, I think it every time I put the mask on. Oh, I'm wait. just going to be perfectly honest. Did and, you do it over the weekend? Um, because I that went, humidity will break you. If you didn't like it before, go out today. Yeah, I this went into a store. I did go to a Target at, um, Early, though. I was there early on Saturday morning, and so I wore it into the store. But then I, you know, I'm not wearing it when I go out, like, for a walk. No. Because I'm in my neighborhood, and I know my routes. They shut down the streets near us, so there is, like, lots of space to social distance. Mm -hmm. And frankly, every time I see runners... Wearing them and running in the hot I weather, I'm afraid how. they're going to pass out. I'm like I terrified that how. I'm going to have to call 911 for them. And then 911 was out over the weekend. Oh, that's a bad situation. It was broken. Let oh, me just say this. No. If uh, if you're a family, is crumbling. <laughs> Gosh, <I laughs> Will they survive all of this? Honestly. Um, if you're a family and you're planning a trip to Disney, and if they in fact have a mask policy, good luck. Good luck because listen, when you're at Disney, it doesn't matter how what age the people are, you will have fantastic memories and you will have a couple of tantrums that you really have to have a stiff upper lip through. <laughs> and if you're there in masks in the Florida heat and humidity, I legitimately think that you will see an uptick in like heat stroke situations because I'm telling you, I know it is very this afternoon, Libby, you you after Twin Cities Live, I'm gonna walk your little hiney right out to the patio and we're gonna put your mask on and you're gonna hang there for five minutes and Ugh. you're gonna say, Stevie boy, I know I'm gonna get you're right it. again. Yeah. It's turning into though, like you know how Dawn when you get home and you just wanna take your bra off? <laughs> it's like that times a thousand with the masks where it's just the second I am in a place where I can take the mask off. I am like, get it off of my face. Well, I leave, just can't. leave one of them on. You can't have a bra off and a mask off at the same time. It's just unsafe. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Well, just, and I'm pregnant right now. My bra has to stay on, or it'll be okay. God knows what will happen. <laughs> After the break, my friends, uh, we're going to get into some things that make you go, huh? You know, we've got a little bit of a kid theme today. I'll reveal what our confession question is after the break. Um, and Don's got something about uh, this young mathematician who did something that basically everybody else just hadn't been able to do for decades. We'll get into that after the break on my talk. Uh, Welcome back, friends. Happy Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. Is it really? Wait a second. May 26. Friends, it'll be June in a blink. It's the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, wherever, however you happen to be listening. Thanks so much for making us part of your morning. Elizabeth Reese is sitting in for Donna Valentine, who will return tomorrow. Hi, Hi. Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Hello. Don McLean, uh, who you heard on the Jason and Alexis show, is producing our show as well. And for that, we thank her. Don, thanks yes. for hanging. Hey, no problem. Shall we? Let's hit it, Don. Let's get curious, shall we? Sure. Things to make you. Things to make you go. Things to make you go. Yeah. and Don, I like that something... Got you to raise your eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Weekend. Some whiz kid 
doing stuff that adults just were incapable of doing. What well, do we got? she's actually an adult, but she's a grad student. Oh, and that counts. That's a kid. She's a mathematician, <laughs> and she solved a famous knot problem in barely a week. Isn't this amazing? I love this. Um, her name is Lisa Picarillo, and she just solved this math problem. She was at the University of Texas at Austin, and... It's about something called the Conway knot. Now, mathematicians, some hmm. of them just study knots, believe it or not. <laughs> when you say knots, <laughs> yeah. do you mean... K-N-O-T's. So you mean like a like a tie a knot? Yes. So they use algorithms and math to determine if... Basically, let me just... I, I had to really sit and think about this over the weekend. Uh, to determine whether you have to would have to cut the string oh. to untangle it. Or if it's just um, something that you, through a series of twisting and turning, could basically untangle yourself. Because it's all about like angles and stuff, right? Exactly, yes. So she actually, just in about three days, solved this knot problem brought up by a guy named John Horton Conway. He's a, uh, a mathematician. Uh, and she determined that the Conway knot is not slice. This is where it gets a little heady for probably everybody out there that isn't a mathematician. But basically what I said before, that knots can either be untied or they can be they have to be cut to be solved. And so hmm. she looked at it. She came up with an algorithm and determined that the Conway knot is not slice. She's so much smarter than me. <laughs> and the Conway knot is interesting for those who study knots because most mathematicians had been able to tackle everything that had 12 or fewer crossings. It was the Conway knot alone, which has 11 crossings, mm -hmm. which, which stumped the group. By the way, if this isn't a sexy way to start the article, um, <laughs> it says, in the summer of 2018 at a conference on low-dimensional topology and geometry... <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? I know. I know. And we're so desperate for anything not. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this – all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to Factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at Factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not about the coronavirus, <laughs> but that's why I click on things like this. This is amazing. I saw this too and it is really 
fascinating. I think just that idea that you need a fresh set of eyes to look at something. I was reading over the weekend about um, some ideas of how you can remember where things are that you've lost. And that for so long, we've thought that what you have to do in order to remember where things are is remember where you were, remember its surroundings. Mm. But the real trick is to vividly remember the item that you lost. So to think about the item, to think about how it feels, how it looks, all of its little tiny characteristics. And that then you are more likely, as that item stands out in your mind, that then you're more likely to have that light bulb moment is, oh, that's where I left my keys. Oh, that's where I put my phone. Yeah, that for so long we've thought, okay, so where was I? And I walked through here and the toothbrush was there next to it. And so I thought, did I put the keys there? No, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're thinking about the surroundings versus focusing on the item itself that's interesting that kind of stuff is just it's like this is just a new way to look at it you needed a a new person to look at it differently well i think of two things first few things are more intellectually satisfying than remembering something you forgot oh it's the best and when you've set your mind on i'm trying to remember this and especially like when there's a name on the tip of the tongue Mm -hmm. or you remember where a lost item is what a sweet moment of humanity that is it's like why you yelled out quesarito on the show when you thank remembered you very much Don. taco bell item when i had that breakthrough of finally what it was it was it was like i i, I want to say it was like the air popping in a balloon like that's how <laughs> that's how much just like a bang yeah you know i don't know why this is ringing this bell you know she's this only math mathematician to figure out the conway knot going back to this uh, mathematician of this breakthrough but the first guy to break the four minute mile like it couldn't be done it couldn't be done it couldn't be done right and then one guy did it, and then a ton of other people followed and did it. There's oh, also so something sort of, yeah. I know this is kind of unrelated, but I wonder if she has this breakthrough in math where people think something is unachievable, and then after, it's really amazing when you think about it. It's when you see someone else do it, something happens in your own internal belief, because it's not like training changed. The right. runners who were trying to get four minutes, there was a mental block that yeah. it could not be, it couldn't be done. accomplished. Somebody does it, and then somebody else does it, somebody else does it, somebody else does it. My point is, it's a great day for mathematicians everywhere. Plus, Suck it, she's Conway. Like a young, super cute woman, not like an old white guy who did it. <laughs> that and just she accepted it a 10-year track position at MIT. Yeah, girl, get wow. it. Boy, talk about a school I'd despise to be at MIT. <laughs> no, oh, I would my not Lord. Fit in. Me either. Crumble. Uh, well, Tom Brady and I have something else in common. Which we oh, found out exciting! Uh, we'll explain what it is and see if you've ever had an embarrassing moment like he had, but he played it off. It's next. Kim Barlow's Five Eyewitness News forecast brought to you by AARP Minnesota. Warm and humid fog and shower this morning. Uh, looks like then scattered thunderstorms develop this afternoon. An isolated severe storm is possible late. High of seventy-seven. Seventy-seven and humid. Elizabeth, you're sitting in for Donna Valentine, and you are going to bring your mask to work. I am. Okay? I always have it with me. It's in my bag. So isn't it great how we all feel like we have to like publicly just state the record? Like, I have a mask, don't Listen, worry. And if I didn't wear it, it was because of this. Yeah, no kidding. You have to be really clear. If you're going to say yeah. you're not wearing it, I'm not going to handle the emails. I don't need the emails. I got Absolutely enough troubles going not. on. I don't need that. You know what I've really become It's a scary, at? it's a little bit of a scary, um, like, leap to judge culture on, are you doing enough? You're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. Oh, we don't think that you're doing enough. 
Well, and actually, we were talking about this yesterday, that we feel like it's a um, it's a it's a two way judgment culture right now. Where if you're in a mask at a store, the people who aren't wearing a mask are like, well, you you've bought into the hysteria. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And then if you don't have a mask on, you feel like I know I'm I'm you know patient zero. This was my fault. It's just this. There's like there is. It's like a can't win thing. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. No, but not, nothing I know that, about it. Nothing about a global pandemic feels great. None of it does. It feels just like what I thought it would feel like, which is just not good. And again, I know you always have a mask on you, and you're always adhering to the seats. Okay, but bring your mask so that we can go out onto the patio. And at 77 degrees with high dew point, I want you to experience it with me six feet away. Okay, <laughs> because I want to see the the defeat wash over you. Because you're, you're then it's, it's 77. What if it's 86? a pregnant person. Not, no. <laughs> yeah. No. COVID is. I'm not. I know. COVID is. I don't, don't have a problem don't. saying, like, if I'm out and, it, and it, I do feel like I can't breathe, I can't wear this. You know, you need to. You know, I you was got to work on yourself. You got to be. I was in a hardware store. Yeah. What happened there? I was getting pretty hot. I had just hoisted something into a cart. And, uh, and it was just kind of muggy in there. And it was muggy outside. And I was like, I just need to pull this down for one. And I just I just had to breathe in normal room yeah. temperature air for yeah. a second. I did. And then I mounted back up. <laughs> mounted. Really? Weird. That's how <laughs> like it goes. back on a yeah, horse. It's, it's interesting to see how many people are wearing them. I think more people are wearing them than ever. But I live in Minneapolis, and you are about to hit starting tonight at 5 o'clock. Yeah, Mayor Fry really put the hammer down, didn't You he? are legally required to wear a mask in any, in like, any space. Okay, any shared public space. Any shared public space. Now, I, that does not apply to the outside, I believe. Okay. It just okay. applies to, like, if you're going into um, a store, you have yeah. to be wearing a mask. And, a mask. and some stores have already instituted no mask, no service policies just because sure. they don't want to have to monkey around with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. I get it. You know, you kind of get it because you feel like if one person gets it it's in PR. your business, your business is shut down. That's the thing is... I mean, and, and I believe with all of these things, right, we feel we all have this cocktail of convictions about this stuff where I'm sure a lot of businesses want to make sure that they are adhering to CDC guidelines and they want to make sure that they are doing their part to keep people safe. But there is a PR side of it, which, by the way, is a valid concern to have, which is if you hear that there was a COVID-19 outbreak at your store, fill in the name of the store, that's just yucky PR to get past. It yeah. Just, and, and, it, and it matters. And that's and we think people who are in PR and advertising and marketing, they know how one bad like vibe about a place. Listen, I got food poisoning from a fast food restaurant that I happen to love. I didn't eat there for about seven years because yeah. of one throw up experience. <laughs> oh that's bad God. PR, bad marketing. That happened to my mom with tiramisu. She hasn't oh. eaten tiramisu oh, no. since. How it completely terrible. ruined tiramisu for her. If you say the word tiramisu around her, she will shudder. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the She's whole, never rebounded. Imagine how the PR people behind tiramisu feel. Oh, Very, Lord, they must be beside themselves. They don't know what to do to recover. I'm happy to say that the, uh, the fast food chain restaurant that I had a negative encounter with has really, really done well. They've fought their way through it. And by the way, I've restored my relationship with him, and I'm, I'm feeling great, feeling great. You love all fast food. Oh, I could go for fast food right now, right this very minute. Um, instead, we shift to something else. One. <laughs> 
Thomas Brady over the weekend was this big. He does not eat fast food, by the way. Ever. Mm-mm. You think just? I mean, Giselle's, Giselle's calling not the shots. That. No, she's she not is calling that. the shots. Good for her. It was a, uh, a. There was a little golf action over the weekend for charity. They raised twenty million dollars for COVID nineteen. There were two teams, no crowd. Uh, it was Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Oh, Phil Mickelson, yeah. Phil Mickelson was involved. I'm pro golfer and... Phil Mick- Mickelson. That's how he What's starts that? that commercial. Oh, sure. I'm pro golfer Phil Mick- Mickelson. Or... <laughs> what does he have there? Does he have gout? No, he doesn't have gout. He something. has um, rheumatoid. No. Arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis. I don't arthritis. know if it's something, but. I think it's that. I'm pro golfer <sighs> Phil Mickelson, which makes me think of how you go. I'm TV's Steve I'm Patterson. TV's Steve Patterson. <laughs> sure, jog your memory. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Um, at any rate, at one point, uh, and it's cool, you get all this access, and the players are able to talk to the commentators, the commentators to the players. You, They're all mic'd up, so you just get to hear some chatter that they have while they're out on the course. So that's fun. That's cool. But at one point, um, Don, you saw that, well, you saw a new part of Tom Brady that you probably hadn't seen before. Yeah, I mean, I thought this was a pretty exciting match, you know, knowing that Tiger's going to be involved and Phil Mickelson and, yeah. and Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's out there, uh, and... Here's a little clip of his reaction to him splitting his pants. Don't make this. I'll be pissed. <laughs> TV, TV welcome to the match. <laughs> oh, boy, that's awesome. That's so he split hilarious. his pants, just laughed it off, and good they thing. They have a great shot of him, like, bending, bending over, too. Bending over, <laughs> yes. And it's just split right, up, right down the crack, <laughs> yeah. as it were. And he had a good sense of humor about it. Well, you have to. What else are you going to do? Be mortified and cry in the corner? I mean, thank goodness he has on some white underwear under there. Can you can you imagine? Oh, if he was bare bottoms. Oh, yeah. Lord in heaven. That would be. Oh. Did somebody bring him new pants? <laughs> you know what? I don't know the answer to that. Remember, um, Steve, when our uh, one of our colleagues' husbands called and said that he split his pants at work. Yes, and he had yep. to hand them to a woman outside of the bathroom, and like, she yeah. she had like a little, you know, she had like a little sewing kit in her desk or something, and oh, so she stitched them so up nice. for him so as he waited pantsless in the bathroom. <laughs> a real Could you just imagine the power shift that happened there? Tom Brady had a couple of funny tweets about it too. He said, "Next time, I'll make sure I'm wearing my uh, Under Armour golf pants." So that, he was taking care of his sponsor oh, at that point. Nice. And he also said, "My pants wanted in on social distancing." I guess because <laughs> they split. Now, Don asked the question uh, this morning: Have you ever split your pants before? I've split my pants a you couple did. times. Yeah, you have. I did it. We were at Mystic Lake doing Twin Cities Live. Yeah, of course. Now of course. that's where all of our most embarrassing stuff happens. You peed on the floor. Uh huh. I split Whoa. my pants. Yeah. Might have been the same calendar year <laughs> that that happened, actually. I know. But at the end, I was we have pregnant, a... Don. Oh gosh. I jumped in the air. It was not my water breaking. Oh my god. Feels like a convenient oh. excuse, doesn't it, Don? I was I my pregnant. Pants pregnant once too. Yeah. <laughs> See, it was Fourth of July. I was very pregnant. I had two sparklers. I started laughing. <laughs> my sister was singing. Do, 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 and then we both started. She was also pregnant. Oh my gosh, it was just funny. And then I couldn't stop. I get uh, it. Did you fully pee? Because oh, oh, yeah. Elizabeth just had some drops that came out. Oh, and then yeah. I thought, no, no, oh my I gosh. fully peed. Yeah, fully oh, peed. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was outside, though, and it was just my sister. It so wasn't it was Mystic like, Lake. at this point, just let it go. Yeah, yeah you weren't in front of like 5,000 people. Right, right. So, Steve, you split your pants at Mystic Lake. It was the Twin Cities Live had just wrapped up, and we had, a, I believe it was an Elvis tribute band, <laughs> and they're playing us out. And they're, yeah, we were rocking they're out. They're jamming. We're, we're having a good time. And like the crowd's up, and they're standing. Now, we had just mm-hmm. gone off the air, I think. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, it was. I mean, it was. I, I think it was like a 
couple seconds after we went off the air that the split happened. And then I went up and I did a toe touch, which is <gasps> remarkable, right, ladies? Yeah. Oh, Untrained, wow. and he just <laughs> boom goes up into a toe touch. But In I was tight wearing. Jeans. Well, they oh were God. actually tight suit pants, oh, that's and they worse. were my favorite pair. And they were from <laughs> back then. They were from Express, and they were so slim but looked so tailored. And I heard a, <laughs> and then immediately, like you land the toe touch, like nail it, and then just look around, and then you hold your position every time. If you ever split your pants, mm -hmm. the first thing you do is you stand up and you hold your position. You just sort of survey the room. <laughs> Where are people? Is everyone in front of me? Are we behind me? What's the what plan here? And what what color with? are my underwear? Which is why I think Tom Brady should have been wearing black underwear in this. I don't think you. I don't think. I just don't. I just don't know about white underwear. White underwear is very dicey. I just feel like, in general, I don't care, man, woman, child, whatever. I just think, I think maybe no. Too risky. Too risky. Yeah, it is risky. And they can look dingy really fast. Very even fast. Even just like after a couple of washings. Mm -hmm. And so then there you are. I think dingy, you want black all the time. It should yeah. be. It should be Unless nine times out of ten. Pants. Sometimes you're wearing white pants. Well, then you wear nude underwear generally, don't you, Don? I sure do. I don't. I don't think I own a pair of white underwear. I don't really do white underwear. By I would nude, wear like you just nude. Tan. Yeah, like a nude color yeah. or like, like a pale colored. pink or something, right? Yeah. Flesh color. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Pale pink, flesh colored. What flesh are we color, talking about that's here? That's all of the above. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, Lord. yeah. It depends on the season as to what color your hiney is. Yeah. Not mine. <laughs> mine is Mine's. white as the driven snow right now. I can tell you my my entire body is so white. I looked in the mirror this weekend, and MC, I go, I am very white. He goes, yeah, I'm actually a little bit tanner than you right now, which is odd. That's rare. Do you tan yeah. pretty? Can you can you uh, get some good color in the I summer? I can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm always but, a pretty bad not now. shade. You see veins <laughs> through all of my skin. I'm like a... I'm like an experiment. I'm like a like a play cadaver that you would have in science class. Not an actual dead body, but like, hey, we got this from the museum, and it looks like a human body. But that's how that's its entire vein system in its legs and arms. Gosh, now I feel bad about Aww, this. Don't we feel no. bad. We all I've, have different things that are good about us and not. I have cellulite. I mean, oh, how do you feel too. about that? I'm rocking some of that yeah, as well. Yeah, so, I mean, we can go on and... I'm concerned I'm getting vitiligo. I'm looking at my arm. I'm very concerned about some <laughs> lack of pigment spots here. Oh. You know, okay. I got all sorts of problems. Great. You're doing fine. We're all doing fine. <laughs> let's just, as a group, Tom Brady point, started us in this direction. As a group, let's all just... Not risk wearing white underwear. Yeah. In general. Just wear Frankly, different underwear. Why don't they have kids with uh with like black diapers? White diapers. White Because they, they have those little stripes. White. I know, yeah, but I, know, I bet a black white, diaper would be full yellow. of all this dye and stuff like oh, that. True. Boy, we tried some potty training over the weekend. That was an epic fail. Oh, oh no. Oh man, guys. I can't. Some oh, people it. have when people tell me, Oh my gosh. This is like my best friend says this. I don't know. He's like one and he just started going on the potty and said, I'm just done with diapers and I'm just going to go. <laughs> uh, I want to throw a potty at yeah. someone. That's when it's that. good that you're socially distanced from your friends. Because if you're in person, it'd be, you, you might know, some, and, and I'm sure this is how you feel when I say, like, my child ate broccoli. You know, mm -hmm. Steve, you want to, like, throw a head of broccoli because yeah. it's just. The what things, should we do? Try it? Is that your. Oh, we should try oh, to get them healthy try food. It. Oh, oh, that's genius. We should explain to them that Thanks, you just go you on the potty. Idiots. Like, then you just want to go. It, yeah. It's just... How'd it go? Rate it from 1 to 10, because uh, this was with little guy Franklin. It was a point five. It was oh, a 0.5. Refusal to even get on the potty. Let me ask this. How many people cried in your house regarding the, the toilet training? At least Franklin <laughs> did. That's one. Frankie was didn't it more really than one? cry. He was just defiant. Oh, he was just gosh. in a state of 
refusal and defiant. I cried um, for all sorts of reasons over the weekend. I had a very teary weekend. Oh. And um, well, guys, I'm I'm five months pregnant in a pandemic. Yeah. And it was humid. So like I don't and you're to- a crier, too. And I'm a crier, so this isn't really out of the ordinary, but I was just like, I think, extra emotional this weekend. And so then it felt like I was failing, Mm. Mm. you know, Mm. and I know that. I know it's not me. I know I don't have to go. My success as a parent is not, he's not going to be non-potty trained forever. I know all of these things. So, like, I get it. It's just in your mind, you're just going, why? Why? And then the we record, hear from other people that it's so easy for them. And I don't it is think not we, easy for my children. It's just not. I don't think we've had a child potty trained in his or her second year. Like before three. I don't think. I don't think. I could, I'll could. fact check See, this. but they tell you by the time they are in preschool that they should be able to, you know. And so I think yeah, I, I have to let go of what the bit. other expectation is. Like, yeah. okay, this is how it's going to go for mine. I know. I think you're right. I think yeah. I'm just not messing with it until he's three. And when he's yeah, three, we can chill. have another conversation about it. Just chill. He got some sweet underwear, and he has a little jar of M&Ms. Oh, oh he has too. M&Ms. Well, organic ones with no fake coloring, but whatever. <laughs> oh, cute. Is that true? Yeah. Because I remember brand. I they're once great. told you that I did M&Ms, <laughs> and your eyes almost rolled into the front, whatever the cerebral cortex is, whatever's up front in your brain. I lost vision of your pupils. You're like, you give them M&Ms. And I said, just wait. Just wait. You'll start. Bribery will enter. You won't care. You'll offer them anything. It's not. You'll the do a line of pixie colors. sticks. I know. Well, I just get nervous about the coloring and things. That's it. I get it. Yellow number five, red number 40. I just like to just take it easy and just <laughs> pump the brakes on that stuff. I like that there's treats, though. I like that. Yeah, Whether, here even we if have they're some organic, organic I like fruit that leather. Treats. Yeah. <laughs> With that, we take a break. We're up against it. Uh <laughs> Oh, gosh. Don't Welcome bring back. that back. Well, we already did. Don and I did. We talked about it a week before the Super Bowl. A week later, there was a WhatsApp Super Bowl commercial. Kablammy. We've done it again. It's the Don and Steve Show on MyTalk 107.1. That voice belongs to Elizabeth Reese of Twin Cities Live fame and Dirt Alert fame. Hi, Libby. Hello. Uh, Don McLean is here as well. Hey, it's already Taco Tuesday, Don. Oh my gosh, it is! Isn't that exciting? That's a nice way to start the week, knowing that tacos are totally justified. Oh yeah. And I'm a huge believer in if you're going to get a day off work, you always want it to be Monday, never Friday. Fridays are already parties. Fridays Fridays are fun. I'm totally with you. I like to do if I'm going to take a long weekend Mm -hmm. and say go on a trip, right? Which, yeah. Oh God! Remember those days? Oh, don't say it. Sometimes you'd go with your girlfriends. It'd be so really? fun. Any hoozle. You, um, I like to leave Friday, and that like Friday after work. Or if you're fortunate yeah. enough and you can take half days on Fridays, that's a good way to go. We can't really do that, Steve. Yeah, but um, leave on Friday, and then take Monday off. And I always like to take the day I get back from vacation off. Yeah, One you do like a, a recalibrating day. It feels very good to me because I've got a little more into that. Yeah, because then I can get the stuff done that I can't get done when my kids are around. Or I've done um, like a 5 a.m. flight out of now. That wasn't a good idea. I did that one day and I worked. I flew home from Nashville. I took a 5 a.m. flight and then went straight to work. And then while I was doing it, I was like, why am I doing this to myself? It's not. I mean, I I have an appropriate amount of vacation days. I'm I'm okay. (laughs) What am I doing? I did that earlier this year. Oh, 5 a.m. and then come into work. Yes. And it was I was coming back from Pittsburgh and it was my last day of, oh, uh, of vacation. And they had, they had pushed the flight. Uh, like last second, I was like, you know what? What if I left tomorrow? 
And so I did that because I had like a buffer day plan, which I used to just, I would burn the midnight oil and just until I had to go back, that's when I would go back and you yeah. could drop me off at work. But this time, my, my siblings said, why don't you just stay up all night? Because we always stay up and we play cards at night after the kids go to bed. And uh, I was like, I'm going to have to get up at like four anyway. So then we just stayed up the whole oh, night. No. Such a bad it idea. It was my first all-nighter in Ugh. a decade, more. I don't know. And then I came, I got on the plane, felt so jacked up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure I had a couple of head bob, like I'm trying to sleep on the plane. Mm. I sucked that day. It was just terrible. I came in and I don't remember if I did radio or t- I did radio. I did radio. And then I don't know if I did TV that day because I don't remember anything. Because you don't remember anything. I think yeah. um, the 5 a.m. flight, too, is so tricky because when it's ha- when you're booking it, you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna- then I'll have all of Sunday. You know, I'll have all of mm-hmm. that last day. But then you forget that when you have a... When you have a 5 a.m. flight, you have to get up at like 3 o'clock. It's the worst. It ruins I mean, the day do. before yeah, a vacation. Yeah, because you're just thinking, why did I do this? Oh, my gosh, I have to go home. I have to get to bed. How yeah. am I get-? And then you're packing in the middle of the night. And then oh, I'm like getting in an Uber by myself at 3.30 in the morning, which yeah, feels... None of this should be happening. None of this feels good. No, 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 no. Anyway, I'm sure we have other things to make us feel better today. Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. So it's it's kind of a little pessimistic, I'll be honest. It's about uh, John Krasinski. I think we all saw something. That's the and theme a lot of, the show, of people pessimism. <laughs> are saying something. Don, hit it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So John Krasinski is getting some uh, backlash for selling his YouTube show, which really just won the hearts of everybody during this uh, pandemic called Some Good News. And he would promote it on his Instagram, did some stuff on TikTok. It ultimately aired for free on YouTube. He sold it to Viacom CBS, meaning that it's uh, in particular going to CBS All Access. But it's it's kind of fascinating to watch. And this is, you know, the the Internet is always quick to give out praise and they will quickly share their negative opinion, opinion of you as well. But he got I just it's interesting because in such a short period of time, it feels like he went from the MVP of the pandemic to how do we feel about him now? Everybody, it's so fascinating how you can be so beloved and so hated in just the blink of an eye. And isn't it such a good thing? So why you don't put your self-worth. You don't, don't allow your do self-worth it. to be determined by what other people think of you because their opinions are so fickle. Here's what one uh, Twitter user said. So he, uh, regarding John Krasinski selling some good news. Uh, so he made eight, two, eight YouTube videos comprised largely of unpaid contributions from fans, sold the brand to a major mm. conglomerate, and isn't even going to make it anymore, host it anymore, just cashed out. Does this rub anybody else the wrong way? Kind of. And the, here's the, my, my beef with it, with it was this. He's, he's, he was what made the show interesting. It was coming from his living room. It had a little homemade SGN sign. Mm-hmm. It just felt like, oh, we're seeing this different side of John Krasinski. I don't care as much, I guess, about it going to CBS All Access, but he's not even going to host it now. Right. And so I feel like from just a viewer enjoyment standpoint it loses some of its luster but you know some people are going the 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 common route of oh he's a sellout he he sold out what would you do though what would you do if you had just started something and then someone came to you and said elizabeth your gardening videos your videos of your chicken i just love it it's free right now but 
we want to buy it from you and yeah, then make people sold. pay to watch you're it. Yeah, sold. One hundred percent. Do you want a chicken? Here, Great. take a chicken. Yes, one hundred percent. Do you want a chicken? Do you want a kid who isn't potty trained? <laughs> <laughs> that is a bonus. Oh gosh. I know. Anyway. Sell it. I say right. sell it. Hey, yeah, don't hate on success. Um, after the break, a really cool update on Betty White, how she's doing during the pandemic. I think it's kind of funny. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit.